0: are the best, the
1: barefoot punter, because don't Welcome back to the barefoot punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Pope, and The Modler is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the barefoot investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2022 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back
2: to the Pope. This is better than maths, Mark. That was the comment that came from my wife on Sunday afternoon as Jamie Elliott slotted the goal with a minute 47 remaining. And that is quite high praise in this house. And so that match on Sunday had um, even the most neutral people enthralled on Sunday afternoon. And what a way to finish a year. What a what a way to saw the final eight it was in the AFL on the weekend.
1: Absolutely unbelievable, Pope. And, um, you know, even in isolation, it's an unbelievable outcome um, just for a normal game. But then you put into the fact that it's knocking Carlton out of the finals. But then you parlay into that, that Collingwood have done it about seven other times this year. And then you actually look at the statistical breakdown of what the hell happened in that game. And it's not the first time that's happened either. similar thing happened against Mel, uh, Melbourne. Modler, we were just talking about expected score uh, for that game as well. Um, just absolutely unbelievable, Pope. So, uh, so yeah, mate, you're, uh, even the hardened NRL Queensland-based fans are uh, coming on to the great game of AFL, which is good to see, Pope. <laughs> At this point in time, we better welcome to the program the Modler.
0: Well, it's good to be here. Quite interesting, about the same time that that... Uh... Blues Pies game was going on. I thought I'd, um, yeah, flick over and watch my uh, beloved Knights. And uh, as soon as I flicked over, they'd given up a 14-point lead in as many minutes. They then kicked the ensuing kickoff straight out on the full, and then Canberra's uh, kick for touch went directly sideways, uh, which I don't think I've ever seen before in my life. And yeah, watching that, I'd I'd realised you know life's too short. So I think I went outside and pulled up some weeds or something. I can't remember what I did, but I certainly wasn't watching anymore of that game. Who'd be a Newcastle fan,
1: eh? Ah, Very good, mother. Very good. Uh, Well, Pope, I'll I'll actually give out a little bit of a... um, If you've enjoyed the Pies season this year, do yourself a favour and go on... It's one of those ESPN docos. If you've never seen it, go and watch Survive and Advance. I think it's the best sporting doco that I've ever seen. And um, it's a college basketball story. I won't uh, give away the uh, the ending or anything like that. So if you're not familiar with the story, go and watch that. And if you're a Pies supporter, just uh, just enjoy that and, and have a bit of a think about what that could be for the Pies as well. I'm sure you'll enjoy that if you're a Pies supporter. Um, boys, uh, what about uh, betting review uh, from the weekend? It uh, f- always feels a long time ago when we get to uh, Tuesday evening. Um, but What was going down on
0: the weekend and how did we fare? Yeah, I might uh, kick off myself. Uh, AFL, no good. Had uh, leans on North and Bombers and they both got done quite convincingly. A bit better over in NRL. Liked uh, South against Penrith on the early game and, yeah, they couldn't quite get it done there. Probably a case that it could have gone either way at certain points in time. Um, Para did like... um, Manly liked as well with a half stake. They they couldn't get it done, and then um, yeah, as mentioned before, I liked the Knights, and they managed to cover in the end. I think the eight and a half. So I think I was two from four in the in the league there. Yep. And uh, for yourself, Pope
2: had a pretty light touch last week. Remotely, Mug had only the two bets. South at the minus. It's got beaten by Penrith. Sands, their all star cast, and had Parramatta at the minus as well, which got up comfortably. So one and one for me.
1: Yeah, very good, mate. We had Statsman on last week, and he was putting up uh, Brisbane, Cats, and. Uh... Brisbane, Cats, and the Tigers uh, for the stats man. So some good collects there. And he was also quite keen on 40-plus for the Tigers there as well. So a nice little collect. And we did speak about some super margins for the Cats game as as two there, fellas. So we didn't quite get the 100. But depending, you might have managed to pick up some uh, margins along the way. And uh, for myself, Pope, um, I was Brisbane. So we didn't get... uh, we didn't get anywhere near that. That was a, yeah. a long way away with uh, with Brisbane and Melbourne. Um, Geelong we got, uh, Port I got, and Hawks wasn't too far away, but missed out on that one. Probably should have got beaten by a lot more, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, I was two and two. Um Again, maybe we can claim something with the uh, Geelong Super Margin there with uh, some alternates uh, and so forth. But uh, but yeah, two and two for me. So a little bit flat. Also, uh, in terms of charity bets, guys, uh, just to come back and uh, check in with how we got there. So we missed on we split AFL for the first time. We missed on Brisbane, but we got the Cats and uh, and we're all in on Souths uh, on the weekend. But we we missed out on that one. So we took an L uh, overall on the charity bet on the weekend, which was uh, unfortunate. So we'll have to uh, we we'll to pick up our socks and 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 go again,
2: fellas. Uh, did we see any bad beats out there? Well, Mug, I think we've got one obvious one. That's the main dish of this segment here. That I'll let yourself and and the model speak to. That's obviously Carlton's status, and they're missing the eights. And after being in there all year, but from a league perspective, um, for a bit of context, Mug, we saw a truckload of points scored in league over the weekend, the most ever in an eight-game round in NRL that used to be 20 teams, so it was high then. But in eight-game rounds, the highest ever, the second-highest margin across round two – or sorry, the highest since 1995, I think it was. So we saw annihilations in NRL over the weekend. So there wasn't too much in our core offerings, which we usually speak to in bad beats, but the one – Going a little bit off-Broadway in terms of finding bad beat. has scored a runner ball at the SCG on <laughs> Saturday night. And Joseph Swally, their prolific winger this year, right edge, didn't get that far. They didn't need to get it out to the wing to score a try there. So he missed out despite them scoring 12 tries. So I think for same-game multi-punters, that's fairly unlucky when uh, you rack up a monstrous score and their best try scorer or or equal best try scorer doesn't get near it.
1: And the, on the other side of that, Pope, was there anyone that, you know, put up some ridiculous numbers, like four or five tries on the weekend?
2: Yeah, in that game. That, that butcher who most people, even in Northern States, probably haven't heard of, he scored four. He's one of the lesser-known Roosters players. So yeah. what's, what's that? That's he that's, that's plays a hundred, couple in from... That's, that's at hundreds, isn't it? <laughs> four tries. Huge price. He plays a couple in from Swaley, so... The defensive line was that leaky that um, they didn't need to pass the ball as wide as what you probably normally need to score. And the back row, the little-known back row, goes over for four on the weekend. So yeah, there were some big numbers posted across the round in general. Yeah,
1: wow. And uh, what did you see, Modler? Bad
2: beats? Yeah, the
0: obvious one that Pope's alluded to, the uh, the Carlton um, implosion, I guess you could call it, being up quite handily at three-quarter time. And, and, you know, unless you... Living under a rock, you would have seen what happened right at the end there with Elliot's last-minute goal. So, yeah, obviously, if you took the Carlton Price in the match, uh, you know, you're out. If you took them the to finals at any point in the year, you're out. Um, I guess the only small silver lining is they actually covered the line right there at the end, I think, with some laid-outs for the Blues. they um, Yeah, they ended up plus three-and-a-half or so and, and covered. And the other one in that game, actually, I wouldn't mind speaking to you, was was... Um, if you happen to take Charlie Kerner for three plus or four plus or those kind of things, I think he kicked two, five and, and one out in the full. And um, yeah, digging into the expected scores, he was something like 125 to one or something to, to miss all those shots that he ended up missing. So you'd be a bit, a uh, bit sick if you, if you happen to take those three plus options in your SGMs.
1: Funny you can have games, Charlie, where he'll kick five straight and then he'll uh, have other games where he's, uh, can be a little bit uh, wayward, but yeah, um... What a player! He's uh, he's fantastic to watch. Um, well, uh, very good boys. Uh, there's a bit of a, uh, a bit of bit of a wrap, bit of a discussion of uh, what's transpired over the weekend. Uh, let's get in and talk some AFL finals. Pope, can
2: you serve them up? Well, I certainly can, Mug. Thursday week, obviously the bye. This week in the AFL, we have the first. Well, Elimination Final 2, I think, is the is technical name for it. We have Lions taking on the Tigers at the Gabba. Lions are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at topsport.com.au, Mug.
1: Yeah, and um, we'll go. We'll just go through these a bit quickly tonight, Pope. Almost is a bit of an early uh, sort of an early lean, if you like, because we're going to get a lot more information as the week progresses, and and we can we can come back and talk to it again ne- next week in a bit detail. But but mate, on Brisbane at the moment. Um, from from just last week's lists, um, I've got Brizzy five points. So, you know, stay tuned. That could change. You know, potentially Rainer doesn't get off. Dusty maybe comes back in. So. You know, there could be a fair bit of movement. But if you're just to give me last week's squads on Brisbane, five points.
2: Great. Thanks, Mug. Any early views from you in this one, model
0: Yeah, I'm lining up, actually. I've got uh, Brisbane at $1.85. Likewise to Mark. I've, I've kept uh, Rona in and Dusty out. But, yeah, likewise, if, if you, know, you know, depending on what comes and goes there, there might be a different play come next week. But as it stands, uh, Brisbane as well.
2: Yeah, interesting, both the boys are online there, which probably, as we've touched a number of times, is a fair, potentially a fair bit of recency in those prices at the moment. Mug with how Brisbane have been performing. Yep, Friday nights we go to the qualifying final between demons and swans at the MCG mug. Demons are 13 and a half point favorites here. Early view on this one. Uh, my early view is it's too many. Uh, I think there's a bit too much
1: excitement around the D's and uh. Hard to stack that performance up from the Ds. Like, I just think Brisbane was so bad on the weekend that I think the Ds' performance gets, uh, you know, a bit overrated uh, potentially. Um, they were they were witches hats at times on the weekend, uh, Brisbane. So um, I've got to be uh, – my early lane here, Pope, uh, just coming from, you know, my ratings and teams from the weekend as they were um, – is uh, I've got the Ds, seven points. So at the 13, um, I'd be uh, more keen on the on the Swans here.
2: Yep, makes a fair bit of sense, I think, Mug. Uh, mother, do you concur in this one?
0: I do, actually, yeah, liking the Swannies here. Uh, I see there's a bit of a concern about Papley. I think, yeah, concussion um, last game. So uh, as it stands, I got them 245 with him in. I don't think if he drops out, it'll push them... Uh, to unbackable territories, so, yeah, definitely happy with the, the Sydney edge at the moment.
2: Yeah, I think I think I saw somewhere that them having the Friday final at least clears him from a protocol perspective, so yeah. um, I know they are quite happy to get that Friday final, so that might work in their favour, but uh, might be an early bet there for listeners. It feels like based on what Mug and Moller are saying that that might move for a little bit in the next eight or nine days. Uh, Mug, the minor premiers, the Cats, uh, their home final is at the MCG against Collingwood on Saturday afternoon week. They're 16 and a half point favourites against the Pies. Anything really stick out to you in this one?
1: Yeah, I think I spoke about this uh, the other day and it probably cost me, but um, I guess my ratings have just had to respect the Pies and um, potentially I'm respecting them too much in the spot here. Uh, my number is. Um, I've got, I've got a 10, so Kat's um, 10 favourite here. Mark at, six, at 16, so i I've got to favour the Pies here. Um, would that be a betting game for me in finals as these lines get a bit bigger? Maybe not. Uh, this is probably the one game that I, I could probably see myself sitting out. Uh, it's probably not close enough. I, I like to be, and even in those other games I've spoken about there, Pope, i probably lean towards more the head-to-head um, in in finals because the line becomes less relevant, right? Um, so that number's probably starting to get a little bit big for me. Uh, I'd probably just stay to that one. But as we said, that's my lean at this point in time. Still plenty of water to go under the bridge before we uh, we get to next weekend
2: week. Yep, there certainly is. Modler, anything stick out to you at this early stage?
0: Got a slight lean to the pies at this stage. I got Cameron coming in for the Cats and Adams uh, in for the pies. There's a chance that the Cats also get Stanley and Duncan. Um, I don't know if the pies have many to come back in um, at this stage, but yeah, as it stands, a slight lean to the pies. But yeah, probably definitely with that one, keen to see what happens next week.
2: Yeah, as we touched on, it'll be more in depth analysis for that in seven days' time on the podcast. Uh, you can round us off in this one, Modler, for the final game of the first week of the finals and the other elimination final. It's a dollar forty-six favourites and fourteen half points favourites they are against Western Bulldogs over at Optus. Yeah, no real lens here at the
0: moment. I've got low, Lob and low, log, I should say, back in for Freo. Um, I think, yeah, Tabernet's sort of 50-50 and, and Fife's under a bit of, uh, yeah, a spell as well. They're talking about bringing him back through the waffle potentially. Um, yeah, but no no bet for me as it stands in this one.
2: Mug, anything for you?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm 20 for here.
1: So, um, I've, I'm, Oof. yeah, my number's quite uh, a bit bigger than the market. Market's at 14 and a half. Um, again, in saying that, do I really want to be betting lines you know, in, in these finals games, uh, probably not. So therefore, do I want to be taking that head to head price? Maybe not. Um, so look, Molen's Frio. Um, but um, yeah, let's let's get some team news um together next week and and then we'll uh we'll decide then. But that's Frio's Maleen.
2: Yeah, well few other views there from both the gentlemen in this early stage, but as touched on, we'll have more in-depth analysis next Tuesday.
1: Yeah, and Pope probably probably just on that like, you know, it's uh, and it becomes a bit opinion based uh, this time of year. Does everyone's got an opinion on their ladder predictor and all this sort of stuff? But just looking at a couple of early prices uh, or a couple of prices in the Premiership now, if you're twisting my arm to take one at the moment, I, I could probably um, have a little go at Frio or the Pies, and that's just predicated on the fact that. You know, there's there's a really strong chance that one of those are going to get through to a prelim, and um, you know, if they get through to a prelim, they're 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 in it, right? Um, so I think at you know around tens uh, for the for the pies, and I think around seventeens, and and maybe even higher uh, for Freo might be worth a little little push. You you'll get a better number later, um, as they make their way through the finals, which I think they
2: do. Yeah, great. Uh, nice little sampler for next week, I think, Mug, but a bit of analysis we've had there.
1: So, Pope, I think uh, I think short and sweet this week for AFL, just a little bit of a, a teaser. And, uh, and of course, we will get much more information, you know, the AFL footy media Um they've they've got nothing to talk about so we'll be hearing who's in and who's getting a massage and who's in the hyperbaric chamber and all that sort of stuff so we'll hear nothing but team news and I dare say there's going to be, uh, I think we just saw Modler, um, Rainer got rubbed out. So no doubt yep. there's QCs and all that sort of stuff lining up to uh, <laughs> to get into that stuff. So we'll hear a million and one different things about who's in and out over the next couple of weeks. And we'll talk about it next week. Uh, but boys, let's go and talk some NRL. Uh, first one we want to go to, boys, we want to talk Brisbane and Parra. Um, which is uh which is an interesting game. Brisbane have uh, been stinking it up a little bit lately, boys. Uh, para coming off a strong win. Brisbane back at home. Can they right the ship here, Pope? Brisbane 223 at home, para 167 away. The line three and a half. What do we got?
2: Yeah, they were part of a very dirty night up in Brisbane on Friday. The line's getting hammered over uh, the Gavarin four kilometers. The other way at Suncorp, Brisbane were getting smashed by the storm. So a very, very ugly night for in Brisbane. That was probably the nadir. That's the culmination that's been coming for a few weeks for Brisbane. That they've sort of been rocking a little bit. The wheels have looked like they've started to come off and on Friday night the motor fell out of the car, I think. But I, I do think in this one, maybe RACQ are close by to at least get them up the road a little bit. I... I Think Brisbane probably bounced back. I, I can't say probably, but I I can find angle for Brisbane to bounce back here. Um, all that ties into Parramatta's inconsistency as much as anything. Margin, I think, up in Brisbane. My numbers have a slight line in Brisbane, but tying in with I think that this will be the week that's, that they probably will have to address some of the things they might have overlooked. And there's a fair bit of incentive there. They haven't wrapped up a top eight berth. They would have copped a week of fairly. Heavy scrutiny up there this week. At home, I think this is a week where they can probably show something or they need to show something um, to cement that top eight berth. So as underdogs at home, I like them in this one. Not with a huge degree of confidence, but I can find a bet in this one for Brisbane Mug. Very
1: good. Pope, uh, I'll come back to you with regards to betting strategy in a moment. But uh, Modler, can we
0: line up? No, I'm going to uh, pose first up here. Um, yeah, been keen on para the last few weeks and they finally – you know, looked convincing enough last week against the doggies. Um and yeah, we're gonna stick with them here. I've got them at dollar fifty, so definitely keen to play into the dollar sixty-seven, hoping that uh, yeah, Brisbane's poor form continues.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, I might stick with you there too, my How do you bet in that one?
0: Um, what's the line three and a half there, is it? Mm. Uh it'd be oh, a bit more on the, the line than the wind, probably probably sixty forty, those kind of areas. Yep. Okay.
2: And uh, for yourself, Pope. I'm throwing the line out in this one. Yep, Mark, Brisbane, the way they've been playing, I, I think if they're going to be close or in the game, I'd just back them head-to-head, primarily the $2.23. And I'd also have a little bit of 13-plus away. That's, again, primarily due to the way Parramatta uh this year, very inconsistent. And when they do lose, they seem to get blown out of the water. So I'd have uh, probably half a unit on Brisbane 13-plus and probably a unit. I'm happy to go a unit head-to-head on Brisbane.
1: Yep, nice. Okay, thanks for that, uh, fellas. Uh next one, Storm uh, hosting Sydney Roosters. Storm 157, Roosters 240. And uh, we must have a couple of points in this one, four and a half of them, in fact. Uh, Pope, take it away.
2: Yeah, this is a genuine cracker, Mark. This, with no AFL in town on Friday night, this is worth getting along to if you're looking for a social activity Friday night. it would be a great game. I, I can't really split these two teams in terms of if this was to be at a neutral venue, I think this would be pretty close to pick. So that in mind, I favour the Roosters here. I think four and a half's a little bit too fat in this game. I, I think it's a bit closer than that. So I'm on the Roosters here at the plus four and a half and some head to head, but these two teams match up really, really well. I think, I think this would be a fantastic game. I also... In a competition that's gearing towards plenty of points at the moment, I'd think forty-two and a half might be a bit low in a dry, night in Melbourne as well, Mug. So I'm on the overs here too. Love it, Pope. A fantastic, Modeler,
0: Can we concur?
2: Uh,
0: yeah, can just liking the Roosters here. I've got them at two thirty. So as far as the model's concerned, probably a uh, half stake for me. Probably not a full full blown unit there, but um, yeah, yeah. At least we're we've got some consensus. Early
1: enough in the week. Excellent. And uh, either of you boys getting along to that one?
2: No, I've got, I've got a prior commitment after talking it up, mug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I won't be there, but we will be well worth tuning well into or getting along to if you can. What about you, Mother?
0: Can you get oh. along there? No, I've got a leaf pass tomorrow night, so uh, I don't think I'll chance my arm at two in the same week. And uh, and I think I used up all my
1: credits on the weekend, so nothing for the <laughs> mug there. I don't think. <laughs> uh,
2: did you want to tell us a little bit about your weekend, month? <laughs>
1: Uh Well, we better. I'm not sure that's uh, that can be aired <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe another forum uh, we'll have to go to. Um, boys uh the next one Canberra Raiders uh, are taking on manly down in the nation's capital as they like to call it on the Fox footy broadcast uh, Pope the Raiders here very short but dollar um, 20 and uh, Eagles they're 460 and uh the line we've got 14 and a half
2: yeah uh, a lot of the numbers I spoke to earlier in the podcast mug around highest scoring round of all time in an, an eight-game competition and total margin of victory being the highest for 22 years. All that tied in the teams out of contention away from home getting absolutely pummeled. And that some of these lines reflect that this week and this 14 and a half does. And then you've got the other layer of Manly's turn it up since the Pride jump in the saga as well. But mm-hmm. I do think 14 and a half is too many here. Canberra have only won two matches 13 plus this year. And the last time they did that was round 11. So they don't really put teams to the sword. I know there's a fair bit of trepidation around whether Manly will show up, but the numbers are too compelling for me. I have the plus 14 and a half here.
1: Yep. Okay. All right. Very good.
0: And uh, Modler?
2: Yeah, I'm lining up again here.
0: I've got Manly at 350. I mean, full disclosure, I guess the model's like in the last... Yep. A few weeks, probably since the, the Pride jersey um, saga. And, you know, they haven't really turned up since then. So it's, you know, it's, it's probably a bit of an asterisk as far as I'm, the model's concerned, whether to go out and, you know, fully back them in line with the price. But, yeah, I guess I guess as far as the model's concerned, that they're, they're, they're 350 it's It's, you know, up to the individual how you sort of want to, to play them, I guess.
1: And is uh, Jake back this week? Because he was out on the weekend, Travojevic, was he?
0: Or am I making that up? He, I think he missed last week. Uh, he's not. I don't think he's named this week. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, boys. Well, we're
1: uh, we're lining up again there with uh, with Manly away from home. Um, next one we got we got another gee, another massive uh, price in this game. We got Cronulla Sharks here, uh, and they're hosting the hapless Dogs. Uh, They've sort of just fallen off a little bit again, the doggies. Um, but the Sharks here, dollar 10 the dogs, and we've got 22 and a half. We'll go to you first, Mother.
0: Yeah, i got a big lane here. I've got the doggies about 650, and and as Pope just alluded to, there's been big margins with teams out of contention. So, again, you know, play this, I guess, you know, a bit cautiously. I'd probably, you know, have a half stake rather than a full stake on the, uh, you know, on the on the match here, and, and I'd be more invested in the line. 22 and a half seems a decent line, but... um mm. Yeah, you know, you know, play it as you see it, I guess. I'm I'm going to play cautiously personally. So, yeah, best of luck if you do.
1: Yep. And and Pope, 22 and a half is a big start in the NRL. Uh, Can we line up with the modeller?
2: Yeah, we can. I'd have more of a lean than an outright position, probably, Mug. But I think this one's got a little bit out of control on that narrative that referred to around teams sort of out of contention of put the queue in the rack for the year. But I think 22 and a half is a big number. Slide upside of Cronulla are playing the third string. Fullback as well. So that, um, with that in mind too, pretty key position. New player there too. I think you could only be, well, not that you could only be, but I'm on the plus here. I think 22 and a half is enough for me to be involved in this one, Mug. And plus
1: usually doesn't go along with total points over Pope, but with the... Um third string fullback is there a is is there perhaps a points angle here
2: yeah I, I had a good look at this prior to the pod trying to trying to find something but th- these numbers have been going north at a pretty rapid rate the last yeah. couple of weeks that so i probably don't have enough confidence to pull the trigger on the under here like right, we're at 50 Another, okay 50 and a half yeah,
1: that's a fair number
2: yeah i probably i wouldn't mind that a couple high to have to have any genuine confidence on the under in this game, but having said that, I probably would stay out completely, I wouldn't be on the over here either. But it's um, probably means it's about the right number. But um, a lot of the way you're thinking there, Mark, it's just not enough to probably get involved in this one. Yep,
1: fair enough. And uh, and boys, plenty of uh, NRL to talk this this week, which is uh, fantastic. Next game up, uh, the South's a dollar 52 hosting the Cows 255. Uh, we got the line there now at um, at six flat. Uh, Pope, what do we see here?
2: Yeah, I it was six and a half last couple of days, and it's come into to six. I'd, I'd like the Cowboys at six and a half. They are missing Tom Dearden, who's pretty influential in their structure, and as as a result of their, I guess, shuffling that's been required with him out, that their fullbacks come into five eight and. That's a pretty big change offensively for a fullback who hasn't played at 5'8 all year. He's now got to come into the line, make 20-odd tackles compared to three or four that he makes at fullback, and he's up against Latrell, Katie Walker, et cetera. So I was keen on the plus. I've tempered that a little bit. The six is a pretty enticing number. I'm going to lean Cowboys at that number, Mark. but my confidence has diminished a little bit throughout the course of today, but I've got to lean towards the Cowboys. Is that a betting lean,
1: Pope? Are we saying bet there, or is that just a just a bit of a lean?
2: Yeah, at plus six, I'll I'd be on the plus, but if that gets in a four and a half, five and a half, I'd be steam clear of. So yeah, it's a bet at plus six. Month. Plus six. Okay. All right. Uh Modler, can we line up? No, we can't.
0: here. So sort of the model's holding form with what it's liked in the last few weeks. It's yeah, like South and like South Sydney, I should say, and and Potted the uh, the Cowboys a bit the last few weeks, and it's it's going to stick with that here. Got them about a dollar forty-four, so probably enough for a for a half unit into that um, dollar fifty-two there for me. So yeah, not lining up with the Pope with this one.
1: Yep. Okay. And uh, boys, any Latrell news? Because I know there was a bit of rumour around him uh, coming up for last week's game. He obviously played. Um, Any talk about him this week?
2: No, the talk has been tempered He played the 80 last week, played well enough, mug. South still need to wrap up a top eight berth, so I'll be pretty confident he plays in this game. Yep, okay. And uh, last game to
1: discuss this week, boys. Uh, it's the last one of the round, and what a blockbuster. we got the Gold Coast Titans taking on the Newcastle Knights. Uh, We're so – geez, that's <laughs> – that's uh, the tightest uh, game these two have been involved in for a while, it seems. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans, $1.45, and Newcastle Knights, they can't find themselves on it as a favourite. Uh, $2.75. Jeez, um, the tight. Just feels wrong to have either of these teams so short. Uh, but uh, six and a half points here, um, either side. Uh, Pope, what do you make of this?
2: Yeah, he sees that nicely, mug. Bad teams at the minors. I just can't <laughs> get around the six. <laughs> I don't, I don't love saying this, that you're sort of going to be supportive of, of these teams, but the six and a half is too many. Like it's, yep. They're not good enough to be my six and a half point favourite. So, so I'm on Newcastle, and despite their off-fields, um, they're, basically, they're basically the essence of Newcastle is probably the best way to put it for this podcast at the moment. Mark, so despite their, their off-field um, dishevelment, they actually haven't been too bad. Like they, they led by 14 against Canberra on the weekends. They won the couple of weekends before that. They, they haven't been as bad as probably what we made out. So I am on Newcastle here and I'll be backing them head-to-head at the 275 as well. Yeah, oh, nice. Okay, and Modler, your new Newcastle
1: Knights, can you line up?
0: No, I thought I would be before I ran teams today. I thought I'd be on the nights. I've definitely been on the last few weeks, and yeah, to their credit, they've covered. But geez, it's a it's a hard slog watching them try and cover. Um, but yeah, no no lanes for me at this stage. I'm right on the market with this one, so. Uh, yeah, probably might enjoy watching it. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> okay, very good. Uh, all right, boys. Plenty of uh, plenty of games that we've spoken about there, and plenty of bets as well. So thank you for that. Um, we better uh, we better find some charity bets here for the listeners, um, boys. I think we lined up. Um, I think there was some consensus there on roosters and Manly, um, maybe a little bit with the dogs as well. Um, but uh you 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 fellas talk to me. Where can we uh, where
2: can we find some bets? Uh Modler, feel free to override what I'm about to say, but I think 50 on Bruces head to head and 50 on the Manly Plus is what I'm thinking. Um, what are your thoughts, Mother? Yeah, that
0: sounds good to me, I think. I definitely wouldn't want to be on um... Manly straight out so the, the plus that it was the 22 and a half wasn't it But well, we, we
1: might have to uh we might have to double down this week guys so no AFL so we'll go 100 on the roosters and we'll go 100 on manly how about that
0: Yeah that sounds good Manly line I like it okay I like it
1: All right boys well um that just about wraps us up. Not a hell of a lot in the AFL uh, this week to talk to when we're uh, still a, a, you know, week and a half away from it. And we don't know a lot about teams and all that sort of stuff just yet. So just a little chat there, but a good in-depth chat about the NRL, which has still got another 15 weeks to go. So we, uh, we enjoy that and, uh, and some, and some charity bets uh, up there for the listeners as well. Pope, it's great to have you back on the program. Can you sign us off?
2: I appreciate that, mug. Listeners, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win, especially if you're at Amy Park on Friday night.